This is 49. 49. All right. What's up? And welcome to PTC Cast episode 49 today. Yeah, today Chris and I are kind of all over the board, man. You know, we um, yeah. we, we dive deep a little bit into um, senses of urgency and, you know, keeping yourself motivated and how to keep yourself, you know, running towards something and away from something at the same time so that mm-hmm. you know you're always doing the things that you need to do for you, man. This uh, podcast is brought to you by ProgressThroughChange.com where you can get your four easy habits for fat loss guide. It is a free PDF download that is a super easy read that will give you the tools to lose 120 pounds like Chris did, to lose about 50 pounds like I did, and um, not to sound dramatic, but quite literally thousands of pounds like all the other 680 people have lost in downloading this guide. Yeah. So I, I seriously recommend you check it out. Um, I'm not selling you any snake oil or anything like that. It's all legit stuff. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing. Yeah. I was going to, I mean, this is like, I, I don't know, man, like it's not a, it's not a 30 day, you know, transformation or yeah, anything. It's, no. it's not a fit loss to you or anything like that, man. It's four habits that anybody and your mom could do. And that, that's it, man. Check Shit it out. It works. Let me know what you think. Tell your grandma, tell your dog, tell your kid. That's not uh, even a joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell them all, man. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the show. Oh, wait, you said dog. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the show. I've, I've always thought of myself as, you know, a son and, uh, and a brother. Right. You know, so, you know, that's, that's what my identity was based around. And then up until, like, recently, I've been thinking about, um, I guess, like, my future and uh, relationships and you know, what, what a man is. And, you know, because eventually, you know, there'll be a day where I'll, I'll always be, you know, my mom's son, obviously, but there'll be a day where, you know, I'll be a father and a husband. Eventually you have to be your own. Exactly. Yeah. And that's tough for me to say just because, you know, I've always been a mama's boy, you know, like, she i've i've said it to everybody like she's the most important person in my life but and then right. i feel like you know there will inevitably be you know some kind of departure from from that you yeah. know and i don't know what that'll look like like obviously she's always going to be you know the or you know the most important person in my life yeah um but what happens when, yeah, like I want to, you know, do something that maybe she wouldn't want, you know, like I'm curious as to how, you know, that'll, that'll play through. Like I know one of the things is, you know, I want to move, um, out of, I guess where I am someday. I don't know when that'll be. Um, and with that, you know, I'm going to be away from, her away from my yeah. family and you know like that, that kind of strips away the identity of you know a son and a brother and i i i take those i guess two things very serious um but and then at the same time like i have things that i want to do yeah that will require i wow. guess that to change i mean i don't mean to stop you but you know you use the phrase strip you of those identities and i would argue you know, your new, your new experiences or adventures or, or whatever, you know, you want to, want to call that. I mean, <clears throat> I think those would just add to your identity, <clears throat> yeah, which, yeah. which inevitably maybe would change, you know, how much you per- perceive or value yourself as, you know, a, a son or a brother, but I don't, knowing you, man, I mean, I know family is your top priority, so yeah. I, don't, I don't necessarily ever see you like 
kicking those people or relationships to the curb, you know? Yeah, I said that wrong. Yeah, I definitely said that wrong. (laughs) Well, I just mean from a standpoint of like, I could, I could see how that'd be scary, but it's not like they're going to like go away or disown you or, you know what I mean? Treat treat you differently because Mm -hmm. of that. Like, you know, obviously I don't know how they would react, but I would hope that they would, you know, encourage you to to do the things you think you need to do and to to be the man that you want to be. Because, you know, especially with your mom, ultimately, like she hopefully raised you in a way that intended to have you go go off and do the things that you want to do yeah. with your own life and not feel like you need to, you know, some kind of obligation. pick your house close to her yeah. and, you know, you know, cause you, the, at least the way I know you and I see you, I mean, you, you've, you almost act like a, like another parental figure to a lot of your siblings, you know, so you are very mm-hmm. heavily invested in those relationships and, you know, nobody should ever take that away from you or anything, but I, de- I definitely think it's important that you, go out and do the things that you feel like you need to do for you, you know? Mm -hmm. So whatever that, whatever that means to you, but no, I don't, I don't think it like takes away those identities. Yeah. Yeah. Strip, strip away definitely isn't the right word. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's like change. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 100%. Um, So yeah. Just food for thought. (laughs) A little food for thought, man. Yeah. Yeah. Was there a point where, you know, you felt, I, I know you said that, you know, you, you've been pretty independent, you yeah. know, for a large portion of your life, but was there a point where you felt like there was some kind of threshold that you were, uh, crossing from, you know, the dependent to the, uh, completely like independent, you know, those are definitely, um, a little bit more of like blurred lines for me. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I, I would say I was pretty independent i mean once i could once i could drive it was just kind of like peace out you know so um probably somewhere between the age of like 14 and 16 but a a big part of that for me was also just like it was it was just pride as well Mm -hmm. you know like i wanted to to be on my own and not have to be you know near anyone or need anyone and like that was that was a big yeah you know, macho identity thing for me at the time, um, to kind of build on what we were saying in the last podcast. But, um, yeah, I I don't know if I know like a one definitive moment per se. I mean, it's still one of those things where, you know, if there's like a emergency situation or something and I need someone like I'll call my mom, of course, Mm. yeah, after I call Brianna, but like, um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if there's like one specific moment per se, and I don't know if there ever, really is but i also think like <clears throat> my relationship there is is very is vastly different than than yours there yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so so i don't know man that's a that's an interesting one how do you how do you um what do you what do you what are your thoughts about <clears throat> people like me man like you know somebody who grew up as a mama's boy somebody who grew up as like dependent on you know, yeah. people and not only that you know we get praised for dependency yeah. and you know it it's or it got to the point where like it, it felt good to uh be dependent or maybe it felt expected yeah you know to be dependent and like i understand that or uh, from my experience that and I hate I I feel like I'm gonna sound spoiled when I say this, but it's it's uh it's debilitating sometimes, man. Like you know you wanna you wanna go do something, but at the same time, like it, it's almost a comfortable bed or something to fall back on, yeah. like all the time. And I feel like that prevents you know a lot of 
maybe growth is the right word. Yeah. But a lot of just who you are, like character building and, you know, that going toward independence and, um, you know, things like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's just that that comfort wasn't ever really there for me. So I don't think I can, <clears throat> I think I just can't really relate, you know? Okay. Um, I shouldn't say I can't relate. Like I, I, I think I understand like the things you're saying and I think I could see, you know, the, the reason you would feel the way you do, but I think the relationship was just so different that like, it's hard for me to, cause, cause, uh, that was never really like a comfort spot for me. You mm-hmm. know, my thing was like, my comfort spot was like working as hard as I could to go be able to be on my own. You okay. know what I mean? So yeah. like I, I felt better. I felt better being at the gym seven days a week for 10 hours than I did at home. Mm. Once I had graduated high school and I was still living at home, um, and this was kind of after I had already done the college thing and, and decided that wasn't my route. Um, <clears throat> I, I, don't, I remembered at the time cause I was kind of proud of it, but there was a time where I worked. Yeah. I, I, I worked like, like literally like, I don't know, three or four months in a row, I didn't take a day off. And some wow. of those days were Sundays where it was just like, you know, three to four clients or something. But like, yeah. there was a, there was a solid chunk of time where like I just worked every single day. Mm-hmm. And that was just because like I was, I was single, I was living at home, like, and I would still have time to, you know, whatever, come home and play video games and, and do stuff like that. Um, so at that time, like I, I just, I felt more comfortable like working than yeah. I did kind of be falling back and being part of that. And to your point, man, I mean, I definitely could see how it would be debilitating because I've never like, I've never needed to hit the brakes for anyone else but myself. Yeah. You know, now being with Brianna, I've had to figure out how to do that over the last, you know, two years maybe. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, but, but that's even still different because it's not, it's not a dependency. It's an active choice, mm-hmm. right? It's not like i I'm getting blowback. It's like, I'm, I'm choosing that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I could, I could definitely see what you mean because I consider our personalities pretty similar in that, you know, you're fucking up in the middle of the night thinking about what you're going to do the next day and yeah. you know how you, you know what I mean? It was, uh-huh. So when it, when you're that kind of person and you think of, you know, everything you want to do in the day and you're kind of like, you know, conscientious type A, like you're just go, go, go. Yeah. Like I could imagine it's, it's just kind of like there's somebody with a rope kind of pulling you back. Yeah. And maybe it's not, um pulling you back but it was more of like a sense of like i don't feel like i'm like that anymore i don't you know i don't think i'm like that anymore but when i was um it felt like you know there was no sense of urgency yeah because Um, because there's not exactly like there there's no it's it's comfortable there's nothing you know i've always thought that people run the fastest when they're running from something and towards something yes but when you're only running towards something not from anything there's that thing's always going to be there Exactly. In your mind, at least, yeah. you know what I mean. So, but no, no, I mean, I would agree. I, I don't think you're you're the kind of person that like relies there. But I could definitely see how that relationship still lingers that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I. Now that I think about it, I think I actually, you know, maybe started realizing the importance of independence uh, whenever I uh, started my powerlifting journey. Yeah. Just just because. You know, you take or with me, like, you know, in order for me to accomplish what I wanted to accomplish and achieve, you know, what I achieved, there had to have been like uh, full self-control, you know, like um, it was all up to me, you know, if I was to succeed or not. Like there was no, like you said, there is no fallback um, and there is a clear, you know, goal that I was going to. And so that... 
that sense of urgency, you know, was mine and mine alone. Right. You know, like right. it, it couldn't be fixed by anybody else. Right. Um, and I guess throughout or through that whole process, I felt like I built, you know, some kind of understanding of what I can do. Um, but then, you know, afterwards, uh, with maybe different parts of my life, like a uh, career, yeah. you know, maybe, um, that I still had the dependency, you yeah. know, with that or the, the comfort to not. Need yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. The comfort to not need that, you know, yeah. like, it, you know, if you see me in the gym, I'm still, you know, balls to the wall. Sure. Like it's, that's mine. Yeah. You know, whatever it is I'm trying to You're do, like I'm fucking doing it. Yeah. Um, and that's where I'm trying to work toward. When it comes to like other parts of my life, I'm trying to like pull what I learned from that into, uh, you know, business, into relationships, into my thinking, my yeah. self improvement. Um, and I don't know, it's been a journey. And so, yeah, I just wanted to get your perspective on like the whole uh, self, self depend or self uh, independent uh, thing. The, um, the a big a big part of the urgency for me personally, um, <clears throat> just to level with you comes uh it comes more from uh anxiety than anything um because well it's kind of this blend of anxiety that is a result of my stubbornness Mm -hmm. so for me it was like you know around uh i would say around 17 i knew i wanted to be a personal trainer Mm. way before that i knew i didn't want a desk job and i didn't want a boss yeah but it wasn't until about 17 that i figured that out and so once kind of the gear started rolling that like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be a personal trainer. So, you know, I'm going to be trading time for money. I'm going to need to build a, a brand and a basis now, et cetera. So the way like my mind started rolling was like, well, if I'm going to work for myself, I'm not going to have insurance and I want to have a wife and kids. So I better be doing well at, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? So et cetera, et cetera. So the ball just kind of started starts rolling in my mind like 10, 20, 30 years down the road. All of these like, obligations that you'll have to yeah, you know, build up to. Yeah. And it's, and I don't, I don't mean that I operate from a place of like fear or anxiety yeah. alone, but there's definitely like, it's a driving factor. Yeah. There's, there's definitely like, like I was saying, like, I think it's important to have something to run towards, like, you know, whether it's, you know, I just bought a new truck. So that was something that I was looking forward to for a long time. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, we have a certain, you know, trip we want to take or a certain, you know, house we want to buy or, you know, some sort of like financial goal thing, you know, to run towards. Maybe I want to have so many body transformations. Maybe I want to have so many online clients, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. And then I think there's, it's also important to have like that on the tail end of your ass. Like, well, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to pay taxes this year. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to pay for private health insurance. I'm going to yeah. have to, you know, what happens if our AC goes out and I need to get a new HVAC unit? You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like there's, there's kind of like this list of things that runs back here and this list of things that runs up here. And I'm, I'm somewhere on the treadmill in between with a carrot on a stick out front and a dog <laughs> on my ass. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's kind of like where I operate. And I don't necessarily know if that's like, a good or a bad thing, but that's uh-huh. just kind of like my experience with, with the subject of like urgency. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I don't have that dog chasing me, you know? Yeah. Or I feel like I didn't, but. Well, I think, I think when you moved out, you felt that dog for the first time. Yeah. And I love it, man. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I, uh, that, that's the, and that's kind of the, I don't know, man. I almost feel like I'm like a, like a druggie admitting something or yeah. I mean, I don't know, but that's kind of like, I, I almost kind of like it. Yeah, like I, I, I kind of like, you know, feeling like there's a dog on my ass. I like, you know, 
having a couple cups of coffee and know that I'm working my ass off. I mm. like the way it feels when I get home at the end of the day and I set my bag down and I sit on the couch and I immediately fall asleep. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, to your, to your point, I, I like it, you know yeah. what I mean? But it, it is draining. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, I just, no, you're I, good. I really resonated with that when you were like, I kind of like, it. Like, <laughs> Oh fuck. Yeah, dude. Me too. Well, cause dude, like, um, in, in the longest time I haven't really felt, uh, you know, passionate and you know this and that and driven um and i'm sure that it was because of you know that bullshit that i was going through but you know even even before that like it was barely starting to ramp up for you know powerlifting but i had never had it for uh you know like my career or for relationships or uh, anything outside of training and like now i'm starting to get those uh dry those driven feelings like you know the passion the motivation the actual desire to do this that and that and um also you know realizing the amount of responsibilities that i have now which i absolutely love like there's so many more responsibilities on my plate yeah um you know that are they say responsibility is the key to meaning i think so dude so i think so you know i think that urgency can also come from like, well, now I got to pay for my apartment. Now I've got a, I got a dog. So I got to be sure I'm walking him twice a day and feeding him. You know Uh what I mean? I I think it's those responsibilities that are like, you have to keep going, man. You have to keep chugging. You got to get your shit done. You know what I mean? So I, I, I think you hit the nail on the head with saying responsibilities there. Yeah, and I I know like some of the most meaningful days are when you just don't fucking feel like doing anything, bro. Mm-hmm. But you just go through the motions, mm-hmm. and uh, it's either during you know the task or you know after the task, you just feel like proud of yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah, I I didn't feel like doing that. Yeah. you know, I've been feeling this, this, and this, but mm-hmm. I still went through it, and I did what I had to do. Um, oh yeah. And you know, let's, let's move on to the next thing. That was me training this morning, man. I dragged myself through every set of every rep this morning. Gotta fucking do it. I feel that man. Yeah. So, you know, it's to your point, like sometimes it's not, it's that it's having those two things, right? The thing in front of you and the thing behind you that keeps you doing the things you need to do. So like today for me, it was okay. Well, I was, I was sick earlier this week, so I already missed a couple workouts um, I've been trying to to lose a little bit of body fat, so I've been eating a little bit less. So I need to be sure I'm training, so I'm not losing lean tissue. So mm-hmm. I kind of had all these things running in the back of my mind, like, all right, well, I haven't lifted in like three, four days. I'm I'm feeling okay for the most part. I, I am able to work out. Like, I I've been eating a little bit less. Like, you know what I mean? I, I kind of tried to to frame it in my mind to be like, okay, you just need to go one rep at a time. Like, I tried yeah. to to frame it for a sense of, of urgency, right? Frame mm-hmm. it for like, Hey, this is something that needs to be done. Like whether you want to or not, like that dog's on your ass still, man, you need to do this. You need to do this, you know? Yeah. When you have, um, like a non-negotiable, uh, I guess routine or whatever yeah. it may be, yeah. I, that feels so good, dude. Like I, so I used to growing up, I would watch Elliot Hulse and <laughs> bringing him up that dude's doing some shit these days yeah man. he is man <laughs> we do not condone Elliot yeah. here, yeah yeah <laughs> i i will say i don't condone the misogyny part but i still do like uh some of his advice and yeah no i'm sure there's some good stuff there yeah all i'm really familiar with this these days is some of the the misogyny yeah stuff, man so that's definitely not my cup of tea yeah, i don't click with that shit <laughs> but um one of the most impactful videos that uh he had on my life 
And, you know, I attribute that video to the mindset of, um, you know, powerlifting uh, or honestly just my training in general. Um, and that mindset is to not choose to be confused and to just do what the fuck you got to do. Just shut your brain off and do what you got to do so you know when you're feeling good and you're feeling this that like obviously it's going to be way easier to do you know whatever it is you have to do but the days where you know you don't necessarily feel like moving or you know doing a specific thing if you just get in the habit of not conversing with yourself um on those things and just moving just doing it that is so powerful, that's, man. That's where the difference lies, man. That is. That's where the difference lies. Just shut your brain off, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that's where the difference lies, man, is it's like making those decisions. Well, setting it up in a way that you don't even need to make those decisions. Right? Yeah. But I know one thing, framing thing for me, you know, and we were just talking about this a couple of weeks ago, right? Doing the things you need to do, not the things you want to do. Yeah. But I know for me, it's just the framing of each choice of, is this helping me or hurting me? So like, you know, if I yeah. need to, if I need to meal prep and I want to be a good bodybuilder, I'm going to meal prep. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. That's the end of it. Yeah, dude. It doesn't matter if I just trained 12 hours and I did legs before that and I've been mm-hmm. up for 16 hours. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter, man. Because if I want to be a good bodybuilder, I need to do my meal prep. So I got to get my ass to get the chicken out of the fridge and put it in the slow cooker, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, I, I just when you break it down to, to each, each layer like that, like I think that, um, I think that sets you up for success, mm. you know, cause if you can, if you can simplify, it's a lot easier to, to drag your way through, you know, and you shouldn't feel like you have to drag every day. If you feel like you have to drag every day, maybe you should do something different. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's but, true. <laughs> but, but there's nothing. You taught me that, man. Yeah. You but taught me that. Well, yeah. Well, but there's, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with, you know, dragging here or there, man. Like, I feel yeah. like, I don't know. We, we've talked about this a couple times before, so I don't want to beat a dead horse or anything, but, mm. oh man, without getting political, we're just so concerned these days with like how we feel and yeah. our current state of affairs. And like, I, I don't know, man, sometimes it's, it's more about the thing that needs to be done, whether it's for yourself in an hour or for yourself in 10 years or for yourself in 50 years. Yeah. Like, just do the damn thing, man. Like if it's going to pay you later, do it now. Yeah. Um, I was talking to one of my friends, uh, last night actually about that exact thing. Like we, we have responsibilities and you know, whenever we don't feel like doing those things and you know, we don't do those things because of our feelings, like that's, I, I truly believe that that's not who we are. You yep. know, I think that those feelings, um, lead to thoughts that aren't ours. And, you know, when you're making decisions based on your feelings, you aren't making those decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's something that's automatically making that decision for you. Yeah. And so, well, on, on the topic of decisions, like <clears throat> I know one thing that I'm guilty of <clears throat> is, uh, trying to bargain with myself. So maybe it's something like, okay, I'm not going to do my meal prep, but I'll pack an extra shake or, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do, you know, I'm not gonna do my full workout today, but I'll do yoga and I'll walk or something. And it's like, you know, in certain scenarios, if that's really all you can muster up and offer, 
that's fine. That beats nothing. But I, I do think that when you set yourself up with those routines, those standards, like you set that autopilot, you, you pull yourself up to a, a new standard. Yeah. And that standard cannot live by bargaining. Mm-hmm. Cannot live by if this, then that. Yeah. Does that make, does that, does what I'm saying make sense? Or yeah. Like, like cha- no, no, no. For real. Like change takes effort. And mm-hmm. you know, if you're holding or if you want to become, or if you want to bring yourself to a higher standard and make that yeah. your standard, well, you know, you're going to have to put in the effort for that for whatever period of time that it takes for that to become your new standard. Right. If you, you know, let's say you're 300 pounds and you want to live the life of someone who is 250 pounds, you need to figure out how do how does someone who's 250 pounds operate on autopilot? Yeah. Not what do I need to do to get to 250 pounds, but what do I need to do to stay and be someone who's at 250 pounds? That is one of the easiest ways to like accomplish something, yep. man. Yep. Because I think in Atomic Habits, isn't that called uh, identity-based um, changes? I mean, if it's from Atomic Habits, shout out to James Clear. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> that sure. Sounds right to me. Yeah, I'm what pretty sure it's identity? like identity. Yeah, you're changing your identity because you know you're at 300 pounds. You're a 300 pound person. You mm-hmm. do the things that a 300 pound yeah. person would do. Yeah. But if you're changing your identity to someone that's 250 pounds, well, that takes out you know a lot of the decision making. Yep. Um, because now you're just thinking, okay, what would a 250 pound uh, person do? And yeah. You know, with a little bit of research, I'm sure that you'll find out yeah. what what you need to do with that. And then at that point, you've changed. Like, eventually, you'll get down yeah. to 250 or, you know, yeah. even just, you know, lose a certain amount of weight uh, uh, just because you're changing, right. you know, yeah. who, who you're being. Right. And, you know, a personal example, not to, like, dog on myself or anything, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, let's say, I, let's say I hit my macros every day, right? There is a certain a certain physique bodybuilder, Alex Martin, that hits his macros every day with, you know, when he was 16 with peanut butter jelly sandwiches and protein shakes and, you know, ground beef tacos, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you achieve results? Sure. But it is a completely different physique and bodybuilder, Alex, who completes his macros with chicken and rice and steak and fish and yeah. and and eggs and you know what it, yeah. does that does what i'm saying make it sense? Does. so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. sure i'm i'm sticking to the process in both ways but i am holding that process to a different standard because a professional bodybuilder doesn't eat you know peanut butter jelly oh, sandwiches and, and you know what maybe there's some out there that do and some mm-hmm. people be like well what about this guy i'm, <laughs> I'm not that guy man I don't yeah. have the genetics of that guy. I don't have the training style of that guy. I don't have the whatever of that guy, mm-hmm. you know, so I need to do what I need to do at my standard. So I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm not trying to open up that can of worms, but yeah. point being like, I am not a professional bodybuilder, but mm-hmm. I want to try to operate at that level. So that's what I'm going to try to do to the best of my ability, you know? So again, to your point, like you're, you're adopting the identity of the person that you want to be. What does that person do? What are those per- what is what are those person's standards? What is what is that person considered to be the bare minimum? Yeah, and you know that's one thing that I actually forgot about doing. Um, like I've been wanting to lose just like twenty pounds, and you know I've been stuck at two thirty for um, months now, probably like half a year. Yep. And I just had an epiphany the other day um, while looking at my diet. You know, I was consuming like. 170 grams of fat 
yeah and yeah and then i look at like the people that i want to look like yeah like yeah it's it was ridiculous (laughs) i i and then i look at um you know the people who i want to look like and i was like there's no fucking way that they're eating this amount of fat and then as soon as i took uh that amount of fat off uh yeah i've only lost four pounds so far you feel you're moving in the right way yeah not only that uh but you know my protein has been up and my muscles have been getting better and stronger um and yeah i just feel uh like more aligned to the person you know who i want to become and it's way easier than trying to you know, battle myself at two thirty to figure out a way, you know, to lose weight. I hear that. Yeah. So I, I hear that, man. Damn. You want to answer some questions? Let's do it. Let's do it. You're out. Uh, yeah, I got it. I got it. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. What's funny? This is actually perfect because I just had a client ask a very similar question, and good old Sean Stevens on Instagram asks the same question. Okay. He wonders, I have a nagging knot in between my shoulder blades. Seems like it's right underneath one of them. Any suggestions? This is a really common one. Have really? you ever experienced anything similar? So is it um, behind the shoulder blades or behind the scapula? Shoulder blades are your scapula. Okay, then yes. I have, <laughs> I have, a, I have yep. in my left one, yeah, one right big now. Big ass knot. Yeah, bro. so uh, a lot of big fellas deal with this. Um, I'm going to stay away from the serious anatomy terms and just some more general things, mainly because I don't remember a lot of the serious anatomy mm. terms. But um, basically, what I would um, what I would focus on is improving your thoracic mobility. So that's a fancy way of saying how well can you rotate your upper spine, so your rib cage spine. So. One of the best ways to do that, um, if you hop on YouTube, look up uh, Thread the Needle. That's a a really good exercise to practice. Um, You can also look up um, any sort of like yoga rotational stretches. Um, A lot of the time, some of those will be primarily lumbar rotations. Lower back, we want to be sure we're rotating from the upper back. Okay. So a good way to make sure you're doing that as well is to be sure you're pushing and pulling with your hands. So if you're reaching that right arm forward and that left arm back, you're trying to create the biggest distance you can between those arms. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we're incorporate. Yeah, exactly. So as okay. you, yeah. So not only are you rotating the spine, but you're trying to basically reach it apart. Okay. Um, that's generally where I start with that. Um, and is that symptom. for like blood flow, getting just blood through it? Um, or? No. So it's to strengthen the um, the serratus and the rhomboids. So okay. it's yeah. So basically, what we're doing is we're just trying to warm up some of the stuff that's going to help the spine move this way. Okay. Um, Um, a lot of the time you see this problem a lot with people who, um, do a lot of like standard weightlifting. A a lot of our standard, like, uh, bench press, pull downs, uh, dumbbell overhead press. A lot of the things we do internally rotate us and they make us kind of into this pulled forward posture, Mm. which comes with a lot of other things as well. So usually when you're in this posture, that upper spine can't rotate well. Mm. And so whenever we're there, some of those knots develop some, muscular imbalances develop. And so to make a long story short, I would start with some thoracic rotation. So look up, uh, the thread, the needle exercise, be sure you're reaching both ways. Um, I know one problem that I've had from it is this one is like, you know, depressed, but this one is like, yeah, I don't know. My trap takes over. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You might have a scap that's kind of like 
um, winging or protracting and elevating. Mm. Um, so it's, it's kind of normal to have to some extent humans are asymmetric, right? There's never going to be anything about us. That's perfectly I have it bad though. So much. And that's, well, that's yeah. what I was going to say is it's like to, to varying degrees. And yeah. so, you know, there's different, like, it's impossible for me to be on here and tell everybody what to do, but mm. like, you know, a good place to start is try to figure out, you know, what's your weak link and what are things that maybe I'm not training. So, you know, I would say some common ones are, you know, um, like rotations, right? So yeah. many of us don't do anything yeah, that rotates do our anything. upper spine in training. So I would say like the easiest one that comes to mind for actual training is like a, uh, a lunge row. So okay. set up a cable at about elbow height, uh, put one handle on there, back up with that handle. You got that handle in one hand. You're leading in a lunge stance with the opposite legs. So if the cable's in my right hand, I'm leading with the left leg. Mm-hmm. As I pull that cable nice and low and I pull that shoulder blade back, I can also rotate the spine a little bit with it. So that arm is reached forward. As I pull it back, I can kind of rotate and follow through. Um, so there's some some different things like that you can do, but unfortunately that's kind of a tough one for me to yeah. pull off over a podcast, you know. Mm-hmm. So let's start there and then um, shoot me another DM if that doesn't help. There you go. So, boom. We can uh, wrap it up there then, man. Boom shakalaka. Awesome. Thank you all for listening. (laughs) We'll catch you in the next one.